Hey, welcome. I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk, PM and WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 923 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. This hour brought to you by Habitat for Humanity. Good time this weekend for opening weekend. It wasn't the the weather conditions were not perfect, but it was really nice. I don't know what perfect would be, actually, now that I think about it. Uh, a little dusting of snow, just enough. Not too much to walk through. So there was snow, the temperatures were not super cold, other than Sunday morning, obviously. But otherwise, it was fine. So, good stuff. Good way to start off the uh, the deer season. So, I hope all of you had as much fun as I did, because we had a blast. It was really, really a good time. It's really fun when you... You know, what's the best part for me is uh, I've been going deer hunting with my son since he was... Wow, I'm actually not sure what age, 10, I think when we first started going together to the same place to go deer hunting. I think he was 10. And it's fun how you watch and listen to the conversations change over the type of how the conversation, the type of conversations you have change over the years. Um, and uh, now not just with him, but with all the, you know, as we get older, as the guys, the older guys get older and the younger guys get older. <laughs> and then there's new younger guys. It's fascinating how the, the conversations change. Um, during that time, we just, we do not have there have never there has never been a woman, however, in our deer camp. It's always been guys, so we don't have any we don't have any female influence on our conversations, just just guys. So anyway, that was interesting. To I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just making that observation. Um, that's uh, but it was super fun. We really really had a good time. Um, and. Some of us successful, some of us not, but um, definitely some activity out there. All right, anyway, 608-785-7914. I did get an email from someone wishing me good luck, a listener. said he listened uh, was and was super happy that we had a caller who was taking his grandson out. I think he's taking his grandson, seven-year-old grandson out for the, for the, uh, the hunt for opening day. And uh, that uh, listener wanted to let me know that he thought that was really cool. And he uh, says more people need to do that um, in order to make sure that we have future generations of uh, hunters willing to go out to the woods and um, have uh, successful, you know, clear out the woods, basically, of deer. Make sure that farmers can harvest their fields. That's what it comes down to. Anyway, 608-785-7914 again is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 785-7914. Uh, I was telling Rick that uh, the parking saga um, – Continued in a in kind of an interesting way today in La Crosse City Hall, uh, and this is the the paid for parking, um, the ongoing paid for parking saga in City Hall that involves this uh, pilot program to uh, start uh, paid parking around the UW La Crosse and WTC. And the idea, if you haven't heard of this yet, is to uh, they're they're going to test this program where you park on the street and. You with through your phone, you can dial in and you fig, you know, and you pay to park. It's a buck an hour. And they did some minor map tweaking today in Lacrosse City Hall, but it did spawn a fair amount of uh, debate in relation to the entire parking plan. And you have the universities on one side, university and university students on one side saying, no, this is, don't do this, no, let's talk about this. We don't need to do this yet. Let's talk about this. And then you have the city, through 
the voice of the mayor and the parking utility and the city police chief and, um, I mean, the city planner. I mean, everybody's jumping into this saying, you know what? The days of free parking are over. That's over. In fact, somebody, one, one comment today that I thought really cuts to the meat of the whole thing, really gets to the heart of it, is um, that, that concept that free parking is a luxury that we can no longer afford to provide. Free parking is a luxury we can no longer afford to provide. And that's basically, and that was uh, that essentially is saying, you know what, great, I know you like this, but it is not something that cities can provide and something we are no longer going to provide. And there is no, like that, that whole concept that we're going to stop this thing and there's not going to be, Paid parking on the streets, that is, that's a, that's, that's a dream because that's, that's not, not going to happen. It is absolutely moving forward. No question about it. Yes, sir. Super coincidental, right? That they, they rolled back alternate side parking right around the same time? Like exactly the same time? Like they're losing some revenue with alternate side parking. That actually happened last year. Right. Okay. Well, you know, that's a year. They went, they went through a year of it and went, oh, we're losing out on this much alternate side parking money, so we need to generate more revenue somehow. Okay. Could we just do a wheel tax and not have paved street parking? Is that an option? Um, it's different, different revenue stream. Different, different revenue stream. Right. It funds different things. The wheel tax would fund road repairs, and the the uh, parking, parking goes, fees goes into the parking utility. Right to Flatmeyer's pocket. It's the uh, end of the year city police uh, party. Is ball. What the police ball. The police ball. Yeah, they police parking. It. They do it in a parking lot, oddly enough. Yeah, yeah. they do. Yes, yeah, it's in the parking ramp. They go on the top floor of the parking ramp on Main Street. That's where they have their police ball. But that's what that, that funds it. Yeah, it's it's a nice ball. I mean, they have music and you know, there's bands and drinks and food stuff. Demolition derby up there. They do. Yeah, yeah. Well, they see what they can, what what cars they can push over the edge. <laughs> It takes a little while, and they have to have, um, you know, there's quite a few guys up there moving things, but it's definitely entertaining, no question about it. So um, for those of you thinking that somehow because uh, the La Crosse City Council talked about not putting this program into place, it was not going to put into, be put into place, as I said before, it is definitely not the case. It is absolutely, there's definitely going to be paid parking on the street once again, and expect that to be the model is going to be, for those of you trying to figure out where is it going to go, the model is going to be charging for parking around high-demand areas. Not just the universities, but any high-demand area. The pilot program is going to be around UWL and WTC. But the, the model is going to be charging for parking around high-demand areas, any of them any of them, whether it's Gunderson or Viterbo or the high schools or the middle schools. We talked about, uh, what, Longfellow Middle School last week, parking issues, teachers parking around. The model is going to be this. If you're trying to figure out where it's going to go next, let me tell you. I will predict for you, and I and it won't be this, it won't be next year. I mean, no, it won't be this year because this year they'll run this pilot program and then right about this time next year is when they're going to make a suggestion to expand this to certain areas of this. They're going to put it in place permanently around the universities. 
and they're going to expand it to neighborhoods around Mayo, around Gunderson, around um, the high schools probably, around Logan, around Central High School, and around Aquinas High School. They're going to expand this around those high-demand areas, and that's where they're going to charge for parking. So anything around those is going to be a buck an hour, and that's what the future is going to look like. This is, a, this is the program that tests that. And then moving forward, that's what it's going to look like. 608-785-7914, It is uh, a number of different things. Among them is the revenue aspect. Other things, other aspects are simply uh, about forcing people to make other choices about transportation. Forcing people to make choices about transportation that do not involve their cars. You know, when people talk about social engineering, that's, it's almost exactly what this is. I don't mean that in a good, bad, a good way or a bad way, but it is simply the case that this is a, an effort by City Hall to encourage utilization of other transportation options. At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Rick, more than happy to take your call right now. We'll go to Dave first. Dave, thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Yeah, hi. Um, you know, you got these companies, and I think even the colleges have it, where they park in the parking lots and they have to get the sticker to put on the front of their window. Sure. Why can't you? Why can't you just charge these kids and the other people so much at the beginning of the year? And as long as they got that sticker, they can park on the street. But it's going to cost them so much because I think a dollar an hour is a little steep, especially if these kids are in school all day and then they. You know, they live close by, and they got to have some place to park. Mm-hmm. So why couldn't they get these stickers from the city for I don't know, two hundred bucks a year, and and go from there? Why? Why? What? What does? Why does a dollar an hour sound steep to you? Well, because a lot of these kids are going to school; they're not all working, and so it's they're not... going to be they got to park on the street all day long for school. And then they uh, say they only live a couple blocks away, and it's still in that radius of where they got to go. So now they got to leave their car parked there all night long, too. It can get kind of steep for some people. Yeah, if they're living in, if you're living in an area, if you're in a resident of an area, you don't, you're not paying for parking on the street. If they're living a couple blocks away, they're not, they're not driving to school either. They're walking to school. Well, that's you, true too. Yeah, you're not, you're not paying to park on the street where you live. So that's not, but I, I mean, I'm just kind of, it's a solution, maybe stickers. Sure. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, there will be, happened? and there will be, president, there will be residential parking permits no matter what. So the city is not going to get to the point where it's, that it's well, I'd say that, but maybe it will. Um, and, look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. The interesting solutions there. Uh, Dave, that, um, that sticker idea, uh, it is. It is. There's some revenue aspects there, without question. I think the sticker with the seasonal parking pass is as good of a solution, and could probably work into the mix as well. And it's simply, if you don't have a sticker, then you don't get to park there. I, I don't know if that works all the time, but um, you know, not everybody is. This, this doesn't. This isn't all just about students either. So, but interesting. Uh, Solution, perhaps. 608-785-7914. Gary's on. Gary, thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Yeah, Mitch, I just had a couple of questions. Um, who's pushing this parking thing? Like, who's who's behind it? 
Uh, is it the city council or, or who's behind it? Well, so in a meeting today, this is, I think, an important point to, to where this, this comes from. Um, this is about being responsive to the desires and the needs of those who live in particular neighborhoods. And one of the things that La Crosse Police Chief Ron Tischer said today was that the thing that he heard from neighborhoods going back six years, the one, the one ongoing issue that neighborhoods have had that surround these large institutions like UWL are these issues with parking. And so this is what this is derived from, is this is simply being responsive to the needs of those who live in the neighborhoods and not necessarily okay. to the people who are coming from my, other places to park. Sure. My next question then is, where is this money, uh, uh, what's it going to be used for? What, you know, if they charge for parking, who, who, where does the money go? The... Yeah, well, I guess I'd, it's hard to say exactly. I mean, all the money is supposed to go to the parking utility and to be utilized for parking expenses and parking-related expenses. And those can be those range those can range from everything from paying for enforcement to also uh, providing services for parking, such as street sweeping. So it depends on how where that money is budgeted. But the parking that money that's collected from by the parking utility is goes to the parking utility, which is an entity that is separate from city finances. Sort of, it doesn't. In other words, it doesn't go into a slush fund. It goes into a, a segregated fund. I can understand where. I, I mean, if if it's being used to, to you know take care of the streets and 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 what have you, uh, yeah, I, I can see that. I just. I don't know. It just scares me when I hear all these new uh, things coming up. Like, you got to pay for this, you got to pay for that. And and uh, I, for for a student, I, that last caller when he was saying that a student who is in, uh, uh, I think a dollar an hour, you, you know, and I certainly have to pay for that where I went to school. Um, but I know what you're saying. He, that's on the city streets. It's not necessarily. Very parks uh, for going to school. Doesn't this doesn't it force you, doesn't it a large expense for parking though force somebody like a student to make other choices though? Don't they have to decide then? Well, I guess maybe I'm not driving my car to school. Maybe I'm uh, you know, or, or maybe I'm I'm taking the bus, or maybe I'm walking, or maybe I'm riding a bike, or maybe I'm I'm doing some, maybe I'm carpooling something else. Don't you, don't you begin to make other choices then? Depends upon how far you have to go, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I if it's cold or if it's raining, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. question. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. Eric is waiting. We'll get to him when we come back. 608-785-7914. LaCrosse Talk PM and Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. LaCrosse Talk PM and WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Uh, 608-785-7914. This uh, hour, by the way, brought to you by... Um, a Habitat for Humanity, 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. number of comments coming in in the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Uh, one of the things uh, from John, they say maybe they should implement the same thing for street parking downtown. Yeah, they will. Again, this is a pilot program. And, again, we're talking, and it, it was a big meeting today in La Crosse City Hall, the very, the most modest adjustments to the plan for the pilot parking program around UW Lacrosse and WTC, it spawned a good, a solid 40 minutes of debate about the entire program. Uh, and there, you have uh, competing interests: the students and universities on one side, and then 
uh, and then the, the city government and the police chief and parking utility and, and uh, Mayor Tim Cabot and all those on, on another side, and then neighbors kind of trying to figure out in neighborhoods, they're scratching their heads and trying to figure out what all this means for them. What does it mean exactly for their neighborhoods if you're going to pay, have paid parking in their neighborhoods? And they don't, they don't think that, they, I don't think they really believe that they're going to have to pay to park in front of their houses, but they're also really concerned about what, what does this eventually mean? Like, what, is the, what are the unforeseen consequences? Because there are always unforeseen consequences, right? And so there's some, some frustration there. There's some, uh, there's some concern there. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and so uh, today, uh, a meeting and, and some, and boy, you know, there's some, there's some real, real uh, uh, emotions that, that come up to the surface and some accusations about how, for instance, WTC not bothering to, uh, um, you know, to, to find new and creative ways for students to park and, and talks about these half-empty parking ramps and also with uh, with UWL and um and and their lack of effort to f- for students to find some place to park despite the fact that they've got parking lots that are frequently half full and parking ramps that are frequently half full so and then uh, and then claims of hypocrisy uh, the police chief Ron Tisher today telling students they need to grow up students need to grow up and talking about how hypocritical it is for the university to complain about uh, the city's parking plan when they've when the city has vacated its city streets so that and, and essentially given them to the university and the university is charging to park on the city streets that the city gave to the university and I got to agree with the chief on that one that is it's extraordinary extraordinary hypocrisy in 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 relation to the administration of UWL. Uh, all right, well, let's, we got to get to the newsroom. However, I think we have Eric hanging on. Eric, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Ron. Yeah, this pilot program. First, first thing you ought to know is uh, at the end of the year, you think they'll resend this thing? I'll tell you when they resend it. When they uh, widen the things about the whole city across, except for the edges at City Hall. All right, thanks, Eric. We'll get to more of your calls. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. More to come. Stick around. Across Talk PM and WYZM, News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. This hour brought to you by Habitat for Humanity, 608-785-7914-785-7914. You can reach me through Facebook and Twitter, emails, midgetwismnews.com. Plenty of ways that we can connect, 608-785-7914-785-7914. Opportunity on RadioStuffStore.com for a great Christmas gift. If you want to go there, there look for our um, gift cards from local businesses. Uh, pretty cool. You can get uh, gift cards. They're on sale. And let's see, how many do we have here? I think there are 15 different local businesses. So 15 different businesses in the area where you can buy a $50 gift card for $30 which is kind of cool, actually. Uh, so go to RadioStuffStore.com to find out more. There's a limited supply, very limited supply. So I would uh, go there and check it out as quickly as you possibly can. But some of our great business partners on there and um, a lot of different uh, places to eat and, and bars and more fun. So that's at RadioStuffStore.com, and you can always find a lot of other neat stuff there as well. 608-785-794 is a better hearing center talk and text line. It was Talking, I mean, we spend a lot of time talking about parking, but again, 
uh, the you know, very the, the smallest of changes in plans for the city of La Crosse in relation to the paid parking uh, pilot program that's going to be um, occurring around the streets around UWL and WTC in La Crosse. And it, through that uh, program, uh, students will pay to park on the streets a buck an hour. Um, it's interesting. So the more you hear about this, the more the more I'm sorry, not you, me. The more that I hear about this, the more I understand why it is that there is such a drive to put this into place. And among them is to do a couple of things. And I mentioned this earlier. Among those things is not only, not only to uh, uh, to uh, be able to uh, receive revenue to fund those things that improve parking within certain parts of the city, all parts of the city, but also because it take because it costs money. Parking costs money. Maintaining streets for parking costs money. Maintaining streets for uh, or maintaining ramps costs money, and those are all governed by the same body, the same parking utility body within the city of La Crosse. So all those things cost money. And with depleted, I guess, with the need for additional revenues, obviously this kind of thing comes up. But that's not it. That's not the only reason that we're looking at this. A lot of it also has to do with simply it is, is implementing changes that force people to make alternate decisions about how they're going to get around. In these particular cases, and as I said before, for those of you who have asked, where does this go next? Well, the pilot program will be in place Starting soon, and we're not exactly sure soon, but very soon, we're going to have a pilot parking program in place unless the city council blocks it, which they, I'm thinking they probably won't now, but maybe they will. I don't know. Maybe they'll still get irritated and block it. But this program will still be in place. And then the question is, what happens next? Well, it's going to be in place for a year, and then after that, you're, there's going to be recommendations to put a paid parking on-street program around other institutions in the city of La Crosse. And in downtown as well. You think the uh, the free on-street parking in downtown La Crosse is going to last? It ain't. It's going away. That's not going to be around anymore. The free parking in in neighbor, uh, you know, around around schools is not going to be available anymore. The idea is to do a couple of things. First of all, is to gain revenue from from those people who park but don't live there in order to improve. Uh, you know those facilities and infrastructure, but the other the other desire, the other goal in all this is to ensure that <clears throat> you're forcing people to make alternative choices about how they get to that place they're going to, and whether that be high school students or uh, college students or people who work at the hospitals. Any way you look at it, it is going to you're going to ha- you're going to start making different choices. Well, you know, can I take that, you know, can I take that MTU route? This is as much about facilitating change in transportation choices as it is about gathering up revenue to fix a, uh, fix a, uh, the curbs or add some street lighting or, um, you know, uh, paint the lines in a ramp. 608-785-7914, again, uh, 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk a text line, call in or text in. Either way, you can get in. Uh, UWL student says, this listener who lives in West Salem so has to drive to classes. Classes are four hours a day, five days a week. The parking would cost $25 a week a semester, about four months. 25 times four, that's four, is it, carry the one, um, times four equals $400 per semester just for parking. And this is fair how? It's, uh, is it supposed to be fair? Let me ask you that question in return. 
Is it supposed to be fair? Is that part of the job that you want City Hall to be doing, is to look out for the welfare of the student that's driving in from West Salem? Tell me why that's a priority for you. Think about that for a minute. Think about you're asking the local government. You want the local government, in this case the city government of La Crosse, to be concerned about the fairness of parking in relation to the person who's driving in from West Salem. You tell me what's fair about that. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. I'm not suggesting that, again, this is not... This is not about an endorsement of a particular plan for parking, but... Um, you know, I mean, for those of you wanting to argue against it, refine your arguments a little bit. Six zero eight seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Let's see. Uh, we have on the phone right now, getting there, figuring it out right now. Jim, Jim, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yes, I got a question. Yep. Um, the instructors at UWL and Western Tech, where do they park? Are they park parking in? Uh, Reserve lots just for the teachers? Uh, I, a lot. It just depends, Jim. It depends on where they. It depends on where they. Um, you know where they're driving from. Uh, what is their need for driving at, at all? Uh, some instructors park on the streets just like students do. Uh, a lot of them actually. There are instructors who park on the campus. Uh, there are instructors who don't. Uh, who live close enough where they don't. I know. I know several. Who don't drive at all because they live right close. They just live right there. Um, some have uh, parking spots on the campus, so it just—it really just depends. There is no one answer for that question. Well, those who park on the campus, why are they not charged? How do you know they're not charged? What makes you think they're not charged? I, I doubt if they are. Okay. Well, and I would suggest that yeah, again, they, they do pay. They do pay. So not not accurate. Um, the question is, are they getting charged enough? Or a better question is, how can the university change what it does to better facilitate the use of its parking facilities so the students aren't having to go to the streets and get, you know, parking tickets or pay for parking. 608-785-7914. Number three is next. Number three, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Higher or low Saturday and Sunday? You know, so this is the thing. So I had my son go out and sight in my rifle, right? Ooh, okay. And I think, I, I, f- I feel like he's pretty dependable, but definitely I was probably at 100 yards, I was probably two inches too low. On the, uh-huh. And um, so I did have one of, the, I had the, one of those situations where I did have to uh, chase this little buck down in the forest. Which was not okay. the, my favorite thing, but um, no, I can see that. and I, I don't want to blame cool. my son because it's possible that I just I you know I, I, you get too much finger in the trigger, um, yeah, and I, I, that's yeah. possible what I did. Yeah, I always sighted in my own gun. I didn't have time. I got I picked oh, up yeah. I picked up something new, and I didn't have time to do it, and so I asked okay. him to do it for me. But All right. I'm anyway, not blaming. Anyway, here's yeah. another thing, but people don't think about. I mowed yards and done snow work for 20 years. I didn't take on any jobs in the areas you're talking about right now. Why? Couldn't find a place to park. Huh. Really? 
Well, if there for a while in the summer when school ain't going, sure. it's not quite so bad. Right. Okay, but then the minute school starts again, the grass is still growing, right? Yep. And you got a 24-foot trailer and a pickup truck, pretty hard to find a place to park. Yep. I think a guy, one time I did do a job, but I had to park so far away from the place, I could have had the yard mode in the time I got there and went back to the truck. Wow. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. So, so I mean, there, and in the wintertime, it's really bad to do snow work. you got to have a pickup truck. You can't hardly find a place for a pickup truck and a trailer to park. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. I mean, there's two, there's two sides to every story. I mean, people that want to do business can't even do business down there. Sure. Yeah, no, I understand the challenge. That does seem like it's a it's problematic. I mean, you have to. I mean, I can. Yes, you know, they can park wherever they want. They can park right in the middle of a street. But I was different. See, I'm not as good as UPS. Right. But you know, so these people got a somewhat of a handicap too to have somebody work on something if they've got a problem. Sometimes with a guy who who can't find a place to park near the house, right? Yep. Yeah, that actually is one, that's another one of these reasons why this has been brought up, because that was one of the complaints by some of those in the neighbors' neighborhoods, okay. is that they have those very problems. Yeah, you call a plumber, and he's getting yep, a lot of exactly money right. power, and he says, well, lady, I'm two blocks from your house right now. Yeah, there's, and that, com- that, that problem frequently comes up. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yep. All right, carry yep. on, and remember, next time, sight the gun in yourself. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I, and I, you know what? It doesn't mean that's what the problem was. Uh, it's a useful excuse for me. I like I like to kill with one shot, and I didn't. So there was a little bit of uh, rustling through the forest for me on uh, on Saturday afternoon. I was not entirely pleased about it, but it's possible that it was after a long day. It's possible that it was just a bad shot. It, I, it happens. It, it happens even even to me. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Steve is on. Steve, thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Well, now I don't even know what to say. I, after hearing what three said about your deer rifle, that that's a whole different topic. We should just plan our talk about you and deer hunting tomorrow and just forget about parking tomorrow. But I, I will say that I've said it in guns for people yep. and and uh, in the past, and then they've shot it, and it has not shot true hmm. because every individual holds the gun differently. Hmm. So you, your son probably had it on at 100 yards for him. Mm-hmm. And you just hold it differently, squeeze the trigger differently, and, sure. and so that we'll, we'll just go with that as an excuse, okay? <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> but this whole parking thing, yep. um, where do you see it 10 years from now? Do you think that, you know, everything, and I guess, you know, okay, the downtown and the university areas of the city are going to be paid for parking. I, I live down here on the south end of town. Will that be paid for parking way over here on 29th Street where it's residential and no one is ever on the street? I'd say no. I, it's certainly not in 10 years. Certainly not in 10 years. I mean, um, yeah, it, it, you know, all all areas of the city are would be open for this. If, and this is this is the big if, if there is some big institution like, um, you know, like the universities or even a high school where there's a big demand for off-street parking, for uh, rather on-street parking, where there is a big demand for that on-street parking, that's where you're going to see this. And, you know, assuming that, again, we're making the assumption that the pilot program goes through, goes forward for an entire year, and they say, yeah, this works, and, and move forward in one way or the other, there's going to be paid parking, but in 10 years, 
it, you're not going to see it beyond those places where there's high demand for parking. I And you could tell by the way they're talking about this that this is what, and I say they, I mean the people in City Hall, this is what they have in mind is to create uh, the, uh, uh, this paid parking situation in place where there's high demand for it. And that's and that's the so when if you're in an entirely residential area and there's not a um, high demand yeah and there's not like a train you know right around your house or something right now there's not a train office building around your house if if you if that's what your situation is I would say not certainly not in ten years and uh, okay. I, but I don't know you know maybe maybe twenty years one, one thing I can't remember if it was number three or if it was someone before that um was asking about do these people that park on, you know, let's say UWL campus, do they pay to park? Yes. Um, I, I, I used to work for UWL, and okay. yes, as an employee, you, you are offered, you know, you can pay for this spot. You can park in one of our yep. lots, but you have to pay for it. Yep. Um, and so it's not free parking for employees. They're, they're getting a dime from everybody. Yeah, yeah. I think that there may be uh, exceptions uh, for uh, people in uh, that uh, teach in the business school. <laughs> Well, you, you're probably accepted to, to it, depending on what your last name is yep. or if you have what the what the letters are behind your name. Yeah, but, yeah there may be um, there may be a couple of exceptions, yeah. but yeah, for the most part, this is what you know. That my my friends who teach there also, um, you know, they they pay for parking. So, you know, for the most hey, part. thing. Yep. How come Rick keeps putting Eric through to you? I think he enjoys hearing what yeah. might happen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I hope I never meet the guy. Uh, you know much. what? He's probably a pretty nice guy. Look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Great question. Uh, Tom uh, is on as well. Tom, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, Mitch, as I understand it, the physics of this thing, every time somebody parks their car, they have to pull out their cell phone or their smartphone and call a number. or, or It's contacting the computer. Uh they have to do that 200 times a term, and they're going to do that for four years? That's asking a bit much. Is it? Because some energy goes from point A to point B every time that they do that. Yeah. Is it? Okay. So it's, you're just, yeah, okay. I'm just saying that I think it's a disaster waiting to happen because there's 800 cars they're talking about, let's yeah. say. Okay. 800 times 200. 200. Times 250, 250 school, days school days in a year. Okay. How many got That's that? That's a lot of work. They're working for the government. They oh aren't God. learning anything. They're yeah, telling the they're computer just, where they are yeah. all the time. I, I'm not going to go full-on disaster with you, Tom, but, you know, it's certainly the numbers that you've laid out makes it uh, very frightening. Where is the burden there? On it the, is a the student. It's the, the, the phones. Partner? The phone, a lot of energy coming from the phones. Oh. Yeah, we're talking about it's super. It's not the receiving end or the giving. I think it's just I think it's phone a lot of the energy. I think, Tom, there's probably a disconnect there with Tom and how often people are on their phones. Because you're just you you drive up, you're on your phone, you park, you're still on your phone. Yeah, you text. You you, put your you phone probably down the back end. You you probably text fifty times on the way here driving. So. Yeah, and then when you you you, you when you got a back end, then you probably you probably put your phone down just to do the whole you know right. And then and then back get your phone up and you flip to the app, pay the parking, and then go back to you know Instagram. Yeah, yeah, and probably, no, and probably it's screenshot the parking routine. and then put that on Instagram. Six zero eight seven eight five. Seven nine one four. Mike is on. Mike, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. I was uh, 
just remembering way back in the 80s when I moved into the La Crosse area, all the streets downtown were lined with parking yep. meters. Yep, yep. And they took them all out. Yeah, they did. And I'm just wondering if this plan isn't going to create some of the uh, old consequences or unknown consequences that having those meters down there did. Yeah, I mean different market conditions. It's, it's not. It's, it's a different. It's a different environment. Different business environment. Different market. Um, and and you know it's you know when you're talking about what the the reasons for taking out the meters uh, decades ago are uh, you know again it's 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 demand and um, uh, for parking spaces and it's disincentives for for driving to the downtown as opposed to utilizing uh, stores in the mall area and that's uh, the the idea was to uh, try to uh, help some downtown businesses that were starting to suck air survive, and that's, that's kind of what that was all about. And that's why there's a special downtown parking assessment that businesses, including us, pays every year. In the, in the, in the central business district of La Crosse, everybody pays a parking assessment to keep those meters, I, I, I guess, away. Now, that doesn't prevent the conversation uh, moving forward for n- having paid parking once again, I think that that's still going to happen. I don't know if they're going to get rid of the parking assessment, but I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, changing market conditions necessitate a change in strategy. I don't – there's – you can't – you cannot compare what happened, you know, 30 years ago and the conditions then with what's happening now. And that, again, that just has to do with the downtown. Uh, Jeff, however, has got a, 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 a specific uh, – you were a former delivery driver around campus? Yeah, well, I was going to school at UWL. That's okay. amazing. There's no parking you know, around those apartments or the dorms to speak of for it. Yeah. And yet the meter cops from the city and the campus police, like, aim for delivery drivers. I mean, we're paying to deliver a pizza to these people. But UPS and the Postal Service and all them, they don't have to worry about getting a ticket when they're delivering to a door. Wait, you got just out there to milk money. You've gotten, you got, you got tickets. What were you, were you, you? Did you deliver pizzas? Yep. Okay. All right. And you got tickets while delivering pizzas? Sometimes. Oh my god! If they saw you parked in a spot that was you know, either metered or you had to have a pass in, they'd nail you for it. Oh my gosh! That's just cold-hearted. That's cold-hearted right there. There's no reason that you should ever write a, a parking ticket for a piece of delivery guy. Anywhere around those apartments, on campus, you often have to park on the corner in a yep. spot that's yep. technically no parking. The yep. same spot the post guy parks at, though, with his hazard yep. splash. No, that's You that's do that, run half block, come back, and you come back, and there's a ticket on your car. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. <laughs> there's nothing, nothing good about that. No, that's and a, my mother worked at the university, and, yeah, she had to pay for a pass to park at the north campus building. Right. Even though she lived a block away from the South Campus building, yeah. Hmm. So, hmm. yeah, you know, and it's I don't that hasn't changed at all. And I, look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. <laughs> you should, you know, if they're going to uh, ticket uh, pizza delivery drivers, they need to ticket uh, the 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 uh, food, the giant reefers that park on the what do they call them? Not call reefers up here. What are they called? The straight trucks that park on the streets and down, clog the streets in downtown Lacrosse to deliver food. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Hey, Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk at Ducks Line. 785-7914. Also on Facebook and Twitter. And you can send me an email, Mitch at WisdomNews.com. But again, the Better Hearing Center talk at Ducks Line. 608-785-7914. Spent most of the hour, last hour, talking about this uh, 
paid on-street parking program around UWL. Some very small adjustments coming to that program today in front of the Board of Public Works in La Crosse City Hall. Not the City Council, which is really kind of out of the loop on this whole thing at this point, but uh, certainly spawning some debate in City Hall today and some frustrated uh, uh, leaders at the at universities and frustrated students and, and, uh, and really just uh, neighbors who are trying to figure out what the hell's going on and a city police chief that wants everybody to just shut up and get, let's get this parking program going on with and just all kinds of crazy stuff going on in City Hall today. A lot of, a lot of uh, on occasion, frustration and, and, and uh, high emotion. We had Mayor Tim Cabot today saying that he can't absolutely, he says such a minor thing, it boggles the mind. He said it boggles the mind while we're, sti- while we're still working on this. He can't figure out why this is still a, part of, uh, a point of discussion and why we just can't move on and get this uh, paid parking on the streets of La Crosse. A lot of different moving parts to this, but you can clearly see what this is all about. Um, and it, you know what? People will say that it's a, a money grab, and I, I, I will tell you that that's not, that's not the case. Um, it's, I, what, I, what I can see is that this is a longer-term strategy that is, ab- yes, about gathering money and utilizing that money to pay for improvements in places where people park. No question about it. There's absolutely money involved. There's money involved in paying for the parking enforcement, all those things. But also, and this is probably the bigger part of this, this long-term strategy, which is part of the city's comprehensive plan, if you will, this longer-term strategy to uh, to force people to reevaluate their transportation plans, how they get from here to there. And this is what this is doing. Is that the stated intent? Not really. Not really. The means to get there is to charge for parking around these high demand areas where people want to go. You charge for parking around the universe, uh, universities. You charge for parking around the hospitals and the, the health centers. And you charge for parking around even the high schools, perhaps, because there's a lot of cars that wind up in high schools. You charge for parking around there. Suddenly you have institutions making different choices about how they're going to manage parking. And you have people making different choices about their, how they're going to get from here to there. Social engineering? Yeah, you know, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. It is, and without uh, without trying to load that with uh, some sort of negative connotation or even a positive connotation, if we will, I'll just tell you that it is a, a scheme to, uh, and scheme sounds sort of negative, but it, I don't mean it as such. It's a scheme to get you to reconsider your transportation options to lessen the impact of what a uh, what uh, uh, you know lots of uh, cars going in and around the city do that you know and if there's been one thing that has marked the time that Tim Cabot has spent in office as mayor of the city of La Crosse it has been that very thing it's to encourage people to come up with different ways to travel that's what all the bike lanes are about that's what the bike lanes are about that's what the bump outs are about that's what every time you see a bike rack in the street that thing's been approved by somebody that didn't just show up there on its own that bike rack on the street taking away a parking spot is there because somebody said yeah that's okay and that somebody often led to the drinking hole if you will by lacrosse mayor tim cabot 608-785-7914 it's not the leadership that everybody wants but a lot of people do. 608-785-7914. We are getting a cold again tonight, down to 15. 
30 or so tomorrow and Wednesday, a little warmer on Thanksgiving, but no significant rain or snow until Friday. Right now it's 31 with some clouds on Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914. More to come. Stick around. Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 785-7914. You can also reach me via Facebook and Twitter and send me an email, Mitch at wisdomnews.com. 608-785-7914. Once again, is that uh, Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line. Call in or text in either way you get in. Uh, an email from a listener just now said, uh, I had to buy a permit to park at UWL instead of parking on East Avenue, which is surrounded by a cemetery. So we're not exactly sure what residents are were preventing from parking in front of their house. Anyway, I used to ride my bike to work, but now since I have to pay to park in the lot, I guess I'll drive the car instead so that I won't be wasting money on an empty parking spot. And I'm still irritated that as a property taxpayer in La Crosse, I would have to pay the same as my coworkers that drive from outside the city and pay nothing for property taxes in town. Uh, that's been an ongoing conversation point, the property taxes and where people live. Uh, let's go to Justin, who's on the phone. Justin, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, isn't like the whole market solution that, you know, supply-demand stuff? So mm-hmm. supply for parking near these spots is low right. or limited. Demand is high, yeah, high so yep. the price goes up, right? Yep. So, but then the other side of that is the people that are like completely anti-government everything, mm-hmm. who don't want the government taking that money at all. Are they for like getting rid of the parking lanes completely? Just because like why should people be able to park their private property on public places? Mm-hmm. And likewise, those parking spots don't pay themselves. So when they they go to do street repair and pave the roads, right? They, I assume they go curb to curb usually, right? Could the city uh, yeah. save on on road repair and maintenance by not paving and having the parking rate? Yeah, well, not to say that that's a, a reasonable solution because it's not, sure, but just sure. Saying. <laughs> well, I think that these are you know these are great questions, and it brings up some of the the uh, sticky wicked part of all this is that you are you require maintenance on infrastructure and uh, what they're for for the for those people. Who are driving in, or from some other place to yeah. park in these neighborhoods? And likewise, likewise, if the parking is prime in those spots, yes, that prime means there's higher traffic on those specific roads, yep. requiring more maintenance. More maintenance. Well. Yep. Yeah. Exactly right. Uh, and you know, the, the many would argue that you're already getting enough money. Why do you need more money to do that? But um, I think that you. Basically, what you're, this is basically becomes a user fee because you are, as you correctly pointed out, the more traffic you have, the more the more demand for that infrastructure there is, the more maintenance you need to 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 uh, to, to conduct there. So that makes all it does, yeah. From a supply, yeah. uh, from a market kind of uh, standpoint, yeah, that that makes sense. Yes. All right, I want to hear from other people because uh, they're right. entertaining. I mean, I think it's a great question, uh, Justin. I appreciate the call. So, I mean, if you have an answer for Justin's question, why does it make sense then? To argue against, uh, in this particular case, who is the owner, right? Let's let's not call the owner. We're the owners, right? So who's the manager? Who is the manager of the parking spot? Who's the manager of the parking spot on uh, on on the on the street at uh, um, off of Fourteenth and State? Who is the manager of that parking spot? The manager of the parking spot is the city parking utility, right? They're the ones who are managing that parking spot. Now, do we want the manager of the parking spot to collect money? To manage that parking spot so that they can manage that parking spot effectively, or we do do we would prefer that people uh, who are who are not not an owner, right? So we'll say we'll call it that. So they don't own it because they're not 
say they're they're that UWL student that we that uh, somebody brought up last hour. Somebody brought up a UWL student last hour from West Salem. So that West Salem UWL student is not an owner, so he doesn't have rights to park as an owner in that spot managed by the city of lacrosse that that the city of lacrosse residents own. So what should that person who's driving in and parking that spot? What should their rights be to that? And who should how should that how should the manager collect money for that? Or should the manager, in this case again, the parking utility, how should the manager of that property charge for that space? I think uh, decent questions, Justin. I you know, and I hope you have answers. 608-785-7914. Let's go back to the phones here. We have uh, people waiting on the Better Hearing Center talk at Tech Line. We have, I believe, Eric. Eric, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Regarding the cost of building roads, paving them and putting uh, curbs on and stuff, that's minimal, minor. The biggest expense is digging them up. Digging these 100 year roads up and put the plumbing beneath them because that is the biggest expense. It's not just paving roads. Thank you. All right, Eric. Uh, 608-785-7914. Again, 785-7914. So again, when we go back to, and, and, and Justin asked questions about this, about supply and demand as well. So again, if you get back to who's managing the, your parking spots that you own as a city property taxpayer, the city is man, city park utility is managing that. Should that manager of those parking spots consider the demand for the parking spots and how much the, uh, uh, that manager should pay, charge for them? Wouldn't you want, if you owned a company and that company owned parking spots, would you not want your manager to charge up to whatever the market would allow for the prime parking spots. You know, and, and as and as demand decreased for the parking spots that weren't so good, you'd want him or her to charge less for that, right? And I think that's the point that Justin's bringing up. What is wrong with that? 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Carl is next. Carl, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, um... Even if we all had the smartest person that we know be our manager, they're going to let us down because they're men. And that's the beauty of the free enterprise system is it it's a balancing act. It figures out the best system, um, and, it, and it feeds the needs of the people. So we shouldn't put our faith in men. We should put them in, in theories that have worked. If that makes so, sense. like demand and supply and demand, and how when demand increases, then the market price should increase. Those theories work. Well, we right? should always we should always strive for our leaders to um, think about freedom and letting the people have more freedom, not trying to be, you know, parking Nazis and trying to uh, overtax us and try to figure out ways of of uh, you know curbing our gross negligence of motor vehicles and trying to put us on little kids' toys that uh, are only good for fair weather, like hmm. bicycles. All right. Well, I, and I, I appreciate the call. It made almost zero sense, but I appreciate it. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Um, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Again, uh, I think Justin, you know, had had a good point about um, supply and demand. Uh, there's a limited supply of parking space around UWL. The demand is very high. 
If you're going to own those as city property taxpayers do, wouldn't you want your manager to um, extort as much as possible out of the people utilizing them? I would say yes to that question. I don't know about putting your faith in men versus putting your faith in market um, theories, which is, I think, what we're doing there. I don't quite get that. All right, 608-785-7914. And you know what? Carl brought up a thing that many people think, many of you think right now, and I, it's, you know, I get it. I understand why you think this way. And he's talked about little kids' toys. He said that. Little kids' toys that are bicycles. That's what he said, right? A lot of you think that way. Completely understand. I totally understand why you think that way. There's, you know, you, there's something in your history. There's something in your upbringing. You didn't ride a bike as an adult. You don't understand it as a means of transportation. I completely, you believe that they are for children. Uh, I get it. I get it. There's perhaps very sedentary and, um, you know, you, you get up from the couch, you walk to your car, you get in the car, you park as close as possible. You walk inside. There are a lot of people who don't see life that same way. And they don't see bicycles as little kid toys. There are also the rest of us who, you know, we might ride bicycles. We might uh, hit our motor scooter or our motorcycle. But I tell you what, people wonder why I'm still riding right now. 85 miles per gallon, never pay for parking. 608-785-7914 if you'd like to join us here on the air. Let's go to Dan. Dan, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hi. Um, I just wanted you to know, and the public to know, that for those employees who work at UWL and at, and at Western Technical College, the parking is not free, yep. and they do not receive a discount for their parking. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife worked at UWL for about 30 years, and I worked for about the same length of time at Western Technical College. Hmm. We always bought the, the parking permits every year, and we paid the same price that the students did, and that's true for uh, all of the faculty at both institutions and all the way up through the administration as well, mm-hmm. all levels. Mm-hmm. The only exception might be the president of Western Technical College and the chancellor of UWL. Mm-hmm. But just so you know, the, 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 the people who work there, they're paying their fair share as well. And I thought the public should know that. Yeah, and I, I mean, you know, having not been an employee at either one, I, I couldn't say that with a great deal of certainty what it was. I just know that they do pay for parking because I know people who work there, but I appreciate you clarifying that, and that still continues to this day. And I just want to make a point, and look, Dan, I appreciate you. You worked, did you say how long for WTC? I worked there um, actually about 27 years. 27 years, holy cow. All right, all right. Did you ever have, what was your biggest uh, biggest problem with parking there? Did you ever have a problem with parking there? Um, I I was always in my office by 7 a.m. in okay. the morning, okay. and so I arrived before most students. Right. However, if I had a meeting that was off campus, yeah. it was far enough away that I had to drive to that meeting to make it there and back in time for my next class, yeah. then sometimes that was a problem because I had to hunt for a space just like everyone else does. Right. There, there were all reserved parking spaces for, for faculty. Um, okay, okay. I got you, and, and that was and that was fair to everybody. Sure, you know, it's fair to students and fair to the rest of us who work there. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty egalitarian. I would agree with that. Look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Let's before we get to news and uh, Scott's comment, let's talk to Brent. Brent, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, John. Yeah. So where where does that money go to that they collect for them the permit parking permit? Yeah, and um, the uh, money that the the parking utility collects 
is in a segregated parking utility budget. So it, it doesn't it doesn't go into a slush fund. It goes to the parking utility. The parking utility uses that for a number of things. They have a number. They have their budget is online. It's public. They utilize money for parking enforcement, for improvements to its facilities. That is to say, like the parking ramps um, or parking, other parking improvements uh, that can also be used for improvements for the on-street parking as well. And that can mean, you know, money that goes from the parking utility to streets to help pay for uh, street repairs. It can pay for street lighting, that type of thing. So this. It just it really depends. A lot of it is enforcement because um, you know it costs money. Is that the same way the tickets they give out then to them? Tickets also, yep. No. Tickets are also, yeah. You know, and it, uh, yeah. Tickets also part of a big part of the uh, revenue stream for. I mean, probably the biggest part of the revenue stream for um, parking. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. No, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. I, we can get a breakdown from, from that who can tell us exactly where the money goes. Um, and where what the future plans are for that as well, because there is that that um, that desire to ha- improve these areas even more, and to utilize the funds from the parking fees to do that. So, the why I say that this is coming no matter what is because of of that as well. Not only because there is a desire to get us to utilize different forms of transportation. But also because uh, uh, because there's a desire to create a revenue stream to make those improvements. All right, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Scott's comment. News is coming up. Stick around. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZ. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Uh, we have on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. That is seven eight five seven nine one four. Um. Okay, this uh, listener says, I was in St. Louis a few weeks ago to park downtown. I had to call and make an account to pay, but now I have an account, an app to just pay when I park there. Simple, right? Should the city of La Crosse be a sanctuary city for those immigrating from West Salem to go to school? I think not. <laughs> we had someone asked about the UWL students. Uh, this a UW, a, 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 Here it is. A UWL student who lives in West Salem so has to drive to cl- classes. Classes are four hours a day, five days a week, so parking will cost $25 a week. Semester is about four months, 25 times four times four is $400 per semester just for parking. This is fair. How? Again, not fair necessarily, but that's not really the point, is it? I think David Marshall is a city council member. David Marshall is uh, represents the area around UWL. Other, he's not he's not like the, the college student. He's the guy who's he's the guy who teaches Army intelligence, but that doesn't matter. Anyway, David Marshall's on the city council, and um, he's today, He one of the things he said is that this is, it's not fair, but it's life. Everybody wants to fly first class, right? Everybody wants to fly, fly first class. You can't. Is that fair? I don't know. It's life. Is this that much different? Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Are we spending a bunch of time to placate 5% of the people? If so, it's a waste of time. I think the large difficulty with students trace where they live. They didn't have the chance to plan for this for the school year, but they can plan for it next year if it was delayed. Mm. Yeah, I... I don't think it's a, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, at some point, you got to start something. I think one of the things that, um, you know, in this great meeting today I went to, great because it you really, you're starting to see the raw edges of emotion involved in the conversations and the debate that go into parking of all damn things in the city of La Crosse. And you're starting to see this a slightly edgier Mayor Tim Cabot. And express his frustration with the universities of higher learning in the city of La Crosse. 
the University of Wisconsin-La Crosse, the Wisconsin Technical College. Express some frustration with the University of, uh, of UWL uh, because uh, of a number of different things. Because they have some half-empty lots, because they're not having being forced to manage their parking well because the city is providing free parking all the way around the university. So there's plenty of it. So the university doesn't have to deal with it. And he's right about that. Why does the, the why does this university have to deal with parking if it doesn't have to? Um, so beginning to express his frustration, talking about this is a, he said this is a pretty minor thing. I can't believe we're struggling with this. We got way more difficult issues to deal with than this. Um, so anyway, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four seven eight five. It said he boggles boggles the mind and in telling you know telling these schools they need to have a much more thoughtful approach to all of this uh what else there was something else that really i think i'll i'll figure it out i can't yeah the other thing he said like remember this is a this is a pilot program this is going to last a year and then we figure out our next steps after that yes rick why not have this around a viterbo b the high schools it will be but why not why not have the pilot programs there because it's a pilot program because if you have a pilot program that's everywhere, then you can't manage it correctly. But in, but why did they pick UWL or that's where the Western that's where Tech. the biggest problem is. You think so? Okay. But that's where the that's the areas where the biggest problems are. Um, Gunderson is, a, is another huge area. There's a lot of problems there. Um, honestly, the people making the most noise. I mean, think about the neighborhood around Gunderson versus the neighborhood around University of Wisconsin Lacrosse. Just put that in your mind for a minute, and think about who is making the most noise about. Cars from other places parking where they can't park near their home, or if they, you know, most of them have off on street, off street parking. But I mean, there's got not be everybody a, does. There's got to be a quick trip within every, the radius of every neighborhood where you could just park there for a little while, right? You just sneak into a quick trip parking lot a little bit. I don't think they, I don't think they allow that. Well, you don't tell them. I think it's like a half an hour. But I think you this, max half but hour. It, it's eventually maybe that's fifteen be minutes. Quick trip. It's like have fifteen to really minutes. Really enforce this. I'll have to enforce. Everyone's going to be parking. Quick could trip. we could we contract Quick Trip to enforce parking within the city of Lacrosse? Would they do a better job of well, parking enforcement? Well, they quick had trip. that one house, the that Quick they Trip Police, to tear down, right? Yes. So instead of isn't it down yet? They wanted green space there. But is, it, is that house down? Just going to pay for parking there. Is that house down? Uh, did, did, did the city decide they they could tear it down? Oh yeah, because they were they were Quick Trip was holding the house hostage. It might not be down. I thought it was. Well, anyway, can't really have green space in December anyway, so it's probably not. Depending on the type of green. Well, there's green in my yard right now. Once the snow melted, it was green. So I disagree with that. It's not quite brown yet. It's November, by the way. Let's go to Carl. Carl, uh, will uh, Carl's uh, will weigh in on Quick Trip enforcing parking? Carl, go ahead. Um, I've gone to Quick Trips and had no problem parking. Exactly. In fact, I love them. They're the great. Uh, free enterprise system. Um, well, they did get but, that $200 million uh, in uh, tax incentives and credits from the state of Wisconsin. So, I mean, there is that. I think they got a little bit. They're, they're the biggest taxpayer in lacrosse. I think they got a little bit of their money back. Okay. Um, right. I, I think, uh, you know, you, you the, and the one guy said that the, he pays for parking uh, because he teaches at TC. TC is heavily socialized education that's subsidized by the taxpayers. The same thing with UW. And there's always going to be problems there. Um, they're just trying to draw off the city uh, more and use uh, 
use more of the city. I mean, they've taken over streets. We 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 sold them the the uh, the stadium over there for a dollar, um, and they don't pay any taxes. Okay, great. All right. Well, Carl, appreciate that. Thanks so much. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Uh, if you would like to join us here on the air, uh, let's see. Al says, I pay $190 to park on campus. Um, if parking is going to cost $400 a month, stop driving from West Salem and rent a place to give your parents some freedom. <laughs> Please say your parents. Your parents just go, yes, yes, do that. <laughs> do, do what that guy said. <laughs> Because they don't really want you living there anymore. Your mom says she wants you living there. She doesn't want you living there anymore. She's tired of doing your laundry. And if you do do your laundry, she's tired of you making a mess. And your dad is also tired of making a mess in the kitchen. He's like, do, would you stop doing dishes the wrong way? <laughs> like that time where you made, you made breakfast at one time and you cleaned up in quotation marks. And your dad's like telling you, dude, what, are, what is this? What is all all over the stove? What is this in the refrigerator? That, it's time to move out. Save the 400 bucks in parking and live near campus. 60087, they don't want you living in there anymore. They really don't. You think they, they don't want you living there. 608-785-7914. A couple people weighing in. Yeah, the house is gone. I thought so. I was pretty sure that it was. And I think number three has the same news for us. Yeah, that house by Quick Trip is down, right? Yeah, Johnny yeah. Okay. had that down in no time, and they even laid the sod green side up. Yeah. Well, wow, that's that takes skill. Yeah. You know, talking about <laughs> the parking, Mitch. Yeah. You remember that time I told you it takes my daughter just as long to get from her car to the door at the clinic as it does to drive. Yes. Well, she could park closer to the clinic than what she does by using their parking lot. But the first thing. She says it's good exercise, and she says I don't think it'd be right for me to leave her car in front of somebody's house for eight hours. Yeah, I always, I think I would feel a little uncomfortable about that, frankly. Yeah, so she parks way on the end, of, you know, for the yeah. where the gunners has got where the old swamp used to be. It's all dredged in, and she walks into work, and it takes her just as long to get walking it as it does to drive it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It is a. There's always two sides to every story. Sure. Yeah. But again, that's, uh, like I said, good exercise. Right. Thank you, Mitch. Yeah. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608 785 Another person talking about socialized medicine. The public should get off their uh, get. Hmm. Should get off their get their education off the internet. Should get. I'm assuming this means should public should get their education off the internet instead of subsidizing socialized education, which is a failure of the internet's free. Awesome. Yep. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Oh, who do we got now? Jim, let's go. Let's go to Jim next on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Mitch. Yes, sir. A question. Uh, we start charging students five six dollars a day to park. Uh, what do you think that's going to uh, affect future new enrollment in our uh, lacrosse school? Uh, I don't. 
I don't think it will affect enrollment. I don't think it's going to be something that, that moves the dial on that in any kind of way. UWL is um, outside of Madison, the hardest school in the state to get into. Uh, I mean, in terms of public universities, there are a steady stream and an ongoing demand for slots there. Um, you know, they, they take way less students than apply. I don't think that there will be a problem with that at all. They have they can fill up every slot that they have there, and I don't think five bucks a day is going to change that in any kind of way. And remember that you know that's uh, if they don't want to park, if they don't want to pay to park, then they don't need to bring their car. I mean that's that's the other that's the other option, and that certainly is something that I think is uh, recommended uh, by by many people. Yes, Rick. What's this going to spawn when when the whole city is paid on street parking? Are we going to have like? Are there going to be any areas where there's going to be free parking? Do you think, or will the whole, where will literally the whole city be? Are we going to Are we going to park at the mall for free and drive little rental scooters to Lacrosse? Yes, it'll cost less. Yes, we it'll, will. It'll cost yes, less to drive the scooters, and then we're back to Tom's argument that we're just burning energy doing too many different things. Yes, or we're saving energy by not driving our cars. No, all, everything that you just said is is going to be true. That we're going to park at the mall and drive little scooters into town. Because there's all kinds of free parking in the mall. It is, yes. If you just there. park at the mall, it's going to be closed relatively soon. The mall will be closed, and you can just park there and then drive your little scooters into lacrosse. Oh, they do have, they do have those big, huge things that drive to lacrosse, too, don't they? What are they? Buses? Or blimps. Either blimps, one. Right. Yes. You could just ride the You can ride the blimp. Or the blimp. Or the, either one. Yes. Doesn't do, do all houses have alleys? Are there just are there places in the grounds that don't have an alley? I have no idea. I don't live in town because I feel like most people park in the. You can park in the alley. No, this is fun. Do you have any? Well, yeah, do you have, do you have any alley? other questions? You I just I love park. these. These are great questions. Just I love trying these. To alleviate. No, the it's awesome. Situation. You should just keep going. Just keep going. Talk about asking about alleys and parking in alleys and and taking and going parking at the mall and drive driving scooters in. Why don't we put up more parking ramps in the town? I like know in the more of those. In you should have those in absolutely down by number three. Put up put a parking and ramp then down by number three. People won't be downtown. They can just sleep, sleep in the parking in, ramps yep. closer to the, the UWL yep. and then take showers in the locker rooms. You have just a great idea. All of them. Are fantastic ideas. This is something you should look into. You know, maybe be a parking consultant. I think you got the. I think you got it. What, what it takes. It sounds like it'd have to be a police officer then. They get no respect. <laughs> very, very little. Apparently, very little. This is wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. The Crosstalk PM and Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Thanks for riding along here this afternoon and this evening. Thanks for all of your helpful calls and insight into uh, the uh, great parking dilemma that continues to rage here in La Crosse. My, my deepest heartfelt apologies to Jennifer Schilling for not being able to squeeze her in for an interview today. We will work with her people to reschedule in the future. Thanks and my love to Anna. For Rick Solom, I'm Mitch Reynolds. We'll talk tomorrow right here on Wisdom.